So is this who's the oldest? Does this make me the mom? Um, <laughs> how old are you? Thirty-one. Oh yeah. Forty-two. Got you beat. Okay. Well, sorry, oh, Andrew. Yeah, I just look young. My, you do. My my family has my family's always looked young. So I can confirm. I've met his entire family, and they're using the right lotion or something. I don't know what's going well, on. What, what's funny about it is until when I was in my late teens, early twenties. People thought I was mid to late twenties, and then as soon as I hit like forty, they were like guessing my age at twenty eight. So I must have topped out. <laughs> I must have hit my just peak. Benjamin Button, man, and uh, so. <laughs> just you're doing that blockbuster life. You got to rewind, yeah. be kind, you know. Oh my gosh, That's- you kind of rewind was a funny movie, by the way. Have, have either of you seen it? I have. Yeah, that was really funny. Anyway. Okay. I digress. All right. Adam, All right. This is your this show. Is, no, this, this is, is it. This is- I'll stop. I'll stop talking so that you can start, Adam. <laughs> oh, we've already started. Little do you know. It's the Mom oh. podcast. And yeah. you might have noticed that you don't hear Cece's voice. You've also heard nothing about a renovation for a minute. So uh, it's the Mom podcast. Cece is actually out today. Um, she's doing something I never thought she'd do. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I have two of my great friends on the podcast today. One is a millennial. One is close enough, I would say. You know, you're within a decade of it. So, um, so pumped to have you guys on. So we got Brandon with us and Andrew, and you guys have listened to the podcast really since it started way back. You know, right before summer started, yeah. and uh, I'm so glad to have you guys on the show. And you're going to be taking over. We're talking millennial things today. It's it's going to be amazing. So super pumped. Um, I'm going to start real quick with uh, Brandon. Uh, yeah, tell man. us a little bit about yourself and and all that good stuff. Yeah, so I I am a millennial, technically, Um, whether I want to agree with it or not. um, It is what it is. Uh, I'm a 31-year-old millennial. I am a husband, father of two and three quarters, um, one coming in November. So making three girls um, for me. Um, I am a banker, mortgage banker by day, a podcaster and comedian um, any other time. So that is, (laughs) that's what I do. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much me. So, so what's the name of your podcast? It is the Notes Magoats podcast. Now, I'm all about plugging my podcast, but I have to say, it is very different from the Mom Millennial podcast. <laughs> now, it's, it's, you know, this one is very, you know, family friendly, you know, very, let your kids listen because what bad, what, would anything bad happen here? No. No. Could things bad happen on my podcast? 100%. <laughs> um, so we, we, I do, I would say that we are probably PG 13 and then a little bit more. 
um, depending on the day and the album that we do. But we are an album review podcast. We listen to all sorts of music. We are coming up. Um, our one year is actually on Tuesday. So uh, it'll be we got 90 episodes in the bank um, coming up on a uh, coming up on a year. So. Yeah, so it's fun. We listen to stuff. It's me and my my good friend Steve, who uh, is technically still a millennial, but uh, he doesn't like to associate with us. So it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, Fine. more avocados for us then. Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> I don't like avocado. Oh, all right. For more the record, neither do I. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have, apparently. So, yeah. Bye, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's so good to have you on the show. Uh, you guys have been talking about when it was a chance to get on, let us know. And boom, we're making it happen today. So, yeah. um, and then I got my buddy Andrew, who I actually, actually, both you guys, I met through the radio station when I worked with CC doing the show. And uh, Andrew's with us too. And uh, Andrew, tell us a little about yourself and you do some podcasting fun and all that good stuff. Well, I wonder if Adam should should tell about our notorious connection <laughs> that he never talks about. But I am the host of the Speaking for Him podcast. Adam McNutt was the co-host of that show for five and a half years and close to or just over 300 episodes out of the 470 that I have posted. Um, and actually, today, as we're recording this, Actually, I'm not going to break the fourth wall. I'm just going <laughs> to say that we are just a few days away from the nine-year anniversary of the podcast. That's awesome. On, on October 8th of 2012, I rolled into the JQ99 Studios with, with high hopes for the Speaking for Him podcast, and I was there for... I don't know, what was it, five and a half, six years until the pandemic brought me home. Yep. And because I discovered some new audio equipment, I was able to move the podcast home permanently. Um, so I'm just really excited to have, have nine years of podcasting under my belt and to have met so many wonderful people and done so many different projects with Adam and other co-hosts. So just very thankful. I hope you'll check me out. Speaking for Him podcast posts every Wednesday um, on speakingforhim.com and all of your major podcast platforms. Yeah, definitely do I, so. You, you guys I, both I second, do a great job. I second, I second that just denotes my goals podcast on all, <laughs> major, on all major podcasting platforms and those little guys too. <laughs> just a little copy and paste there for you. The little, one, the little ones, yeah. The little ones. <laughs> the, the little podcast apps and platforms that nobody knows. See, now you have to start publishing show notes. Uh, now that you have guests, you have to. Yeah, Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Adam. Do you, like, do you like how it took me to procrastinate the whole week to get you the actual Zoom link to actually do the podcast? Yep. So, uh, Andrew and I will be texting you our social, <laughs> me social media handles when we're done here. <laughs> That'd be good. Just like uh, the candy we were talking about earlier from Christmas. It should be up in three to four months, probably. So, exactly. <laughs> it'll be great. You guys, well, if I text stronger. you, you can get it during the show. Well, that's and true. Actually, yeah. <laughs> you might even hear your ding during the show too if it comes through all right? through the same computer. <laughs> so that could be fun. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, it's so good to have you guys here on the show, uh, Brandon. You asked right before, uh, what in the world is CC doing? Why is she not on the show today? Yeah, guys, I am shocked because she's doing something I never thought she would do. She's Sitting actually on her couch and not renovating her house. <laughs> 
Well, all right. Second thing I never thought she would do oh, okay. in her life. Um, though I wouldn't be surprised if she brought the couch with her. Uh, she's actually out hiking in Tennessee with friends and her Tennessee husband. Tennessee or Dave. Ohio? Oh, maybe it is Ohio. I have another friend. Who's hiking hiking Hills. <laughs> Remember, Adam? I pay attention to your podcast. I think it is Ohio, Adam. I think it is too, but maybe she got so motivated. She's like, you know what? Tennessee here. You know what? I'm pretty sure Cece's going to listen. So Cece, if you need uh, another co-host, Andrew and I would be great replacements (laughs) because we actually pay attention. You know, your best friend status is going to (laughs) slip. Yeah. This has been a rough four minutes. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Only 33 minutes to go. So honestly, she'd probably respond back and be like, I'm not surprised he's not listening. <laughs> she worked with me for four and a half years. She knows the hardships. That's true. Most of it was in the morning. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is this is me recording here in the evening. Right. She'd see me pay attention in the morning. It's just a miracle I'm not unconscious at that point. So that's a win. But anyways, you know, it's crazy because she's not the most outdoorsy person in her own words. So this is this was a huge thing. I was really surprised that she's out there and Cause I didn't even think last time I asked, are you not Dorsey person? We started the show. She's like, let me, let me put it this way. My campground is a holiday and express. So <laughs> she's like, <laughs> this funny. is, this is not my thing, but she's doing yeah. it this time. So it'll be great. So good for her. Yeah. Tune in next week's episode and we'll hear more about how that went. And <laughs> maybe can't wait. if she, if she makes it back, if she may, if she got lost in Tennessee instead of Ohio, if she might never be back, who knows what's right. going to happen. So yeah. it could be rough. It could be rough. Um, are you guys outdoorsy people? I am to some degree. I mean, I am by marriage, I guess we'll say. Um, I was a very city boy growing up. I was very holiday in hotels, all that sort of thing. And then I met my wife and uh, she's very campy, likes to go camping and hiking and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, we do that. And actually for our five-year anniversary last year, we went to Hocking Hills and went hiking. Um, So and went hiking in the woods and decided that we were going to, we're like, oh, we'll do like a good three mile hike. Ended up doing like seven. So <laughs> I'm very good. sensitive to weather like rain and snow and cold. So I would say that to be honest, I wouldn't consider myself an outdoorsy person. Although I do appreciate being able to sit out in my front yard at my picnic table and just enjoy the outdoors there. And and like you, Brandon, if I met a girl who loved the outdoors and loved me even loved me a little bit more than that, she <laughs> might be able to coax me into more of an outdoor lifestyle. But that yeah. has yet to happen. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's more, more fun sure. to enjoy the outside with someone anyways, you know? And then, Adam, what about you, man? Are you an outdoor guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm basically a beach bum with a job. So I, uh, I could be outside <laughs> as much with flip-flops, a hammock. Um, oh I'm gosh. a literally happy camper. Hammocks make my, just thinking about a hammock makes my back hurt. <laughs> every, every spring when we would come to, into the podcast, because in the winter I would record four shows in a session. So I'd only come in about once a month. But That's then in right. the spring, I would increase my time in the studio and do two or three episodes at a time. And every spring when Adam busted out his flip-flops, I knew that warmer weather was a coming. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It wasn't the Robins coming back, you know, on your porch and the trees, hearing them sing. Nope. It was Adam wearing flip-flops. Absolutely. Well, it was the other stuff too, but, but it was just a new rite of passage for me. As Absolutely. Friend. It was like a former groundhog day. If my flip-flops saw their shadow six more weeks of winter. 
Oh gosh. So, <laughs> it was awesome. Except they were forbidden in the studio because CC said don't do that. <laughs> but that's fine. Blip, blip, blip. Yeah. Honestly, though, I actually wore them to church today, going in for some youth ministry stuff before we recorded. And there is no like there is no sneaking up on anybody wearing flip-flops. If there's anything you want to get away no. with, don't wear flip-flops. And when sure. you're at but when you're at your desk, you just kick them off, right? That's exactly what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it took everything I had not to put my feet on the desk, but I thought that'd be a little unprofessional. So. I think the title of this podcast might be Adam's Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> the yep. really sad thing is, is it's going to be a short episode. Then. <laughs> so between that and how I actually kind of like almond milk, that about covers it. So, yeah, which I never well, said I would drink, but <laughs> it's not awful. It's better than skim milk. Anything's how better you, than skim. How do you how do you milk an almond? <laughs> I, I let the professionals worry about that one. I just for sure. Just, for sure. You'd probably like what, crunch it in or step on it or something. I, I would assume know. there's some churning and some probably some uh um like some heavy whipping cream involved. You know, who would be awesome because that would take the health element out of it completely. Oh, 100% <laughs> at that point, <laughs> which is fine because I mean, I'd eat anything with heavy whipping cream. In Look it, at so. this. We're pulling a CC and talking food and yeah. recipes and stuff. <laughs> That's true. Heavy whipping cream. She's probably yelling at us like, it's not heavy whipping cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. She's like, That's it. We got to pack up and go home. He doesn't know what he's doing. We Podcast get out of is off the rails. <laughs> first i'm in tennessee now there's whipping cream this is bad yep so it's a good time um okay i'm really curious i want to go over this list with you guys with because i don't get to talk a lot of fellow millennials or close on the yeah. podcast so what were some what were some um millennial-esque fears you guys had when you were younger like what were things you worried about that nowadays it's like this shouldn't have been a fear at all this is ridiculous quicksand quick <laughs> really yeah. I mean, when I was in school, everyone was like, oh, you got to avoid quicksand. Get you. You'll you'll die from quicksand. <laughs> I have yet to find quicksand. And half of Michigan is sand. That's the craziest part. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. So that for me, was just an irrational fear, like fear of like dying a slow and painful death because I couldn't get out of quicksand. <laughs> And didn't your playground at school probably have a sandbox too that you're probably like every time you walk past? It's true. And it was always like kind of wet and moist because it was underneath the slide. So it was a little <laughs> damp down the hill, whatever. <laughs> uh, my, mine is more technological. And that is when streaming first started to be a thing, I falsely believed that every time you stream to show it automatically downloaded, Oh. And so I was worried that if I started streaming, all of my hard drive would be full and I wouldn't know oh. how to empty it. Um, but then I realized that streaming actually is not downloaded, but actually is conveyed streaming. over the internet. You can download it, but it doesn't have to be downloaded. And I also had a fear of the time when computers would fail to come with CD-ROM drives. Uh, because oh. I didn't understand how yeah. anybody would ever predominantly stream. Yep. But now I understand because I have several and I watch them a lot. Yeah, that's interesting. I thought I'm surprised none of you guys said Y2K even once. I feel like that was the really big one that everyone was super scared of. And see, but I was I was kind of young. I was 10, you know, 
I won't. I was a little afraid of it, but my dad was doing um, business business trips every month in 1999 to get his company's software ready for the conversion over. So I I'm pretty sure that a lot of other people were. And so I think the overkill of the way people were talking about it actually prepared us well because people wanted to make sure they weren't taken by surprise. So I don't remember being overly concerned. There was a little bit of concern. Like I remember the few minutes before midnight wondering, is this, is it going to be bad, <laughs> bad in any sense? And then of course, every once in a while you find a book about Y2K on your bookshelf, even recently. And you're like, wow, that was. A dud. <laughs> it's no longer relevant and never really was. Right. Still burning candles from those. And then Y2K was like, just wait 10 years from now. Right. Right. Oh, I'll I got a pandemic else. your way. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Just switch the 2K to 19 and there you have it. And even so, even right. that's really confusing, but we won't go down that road. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. hundred percent. So interesting. So I found this list of things that millennials feared when they were kids. And amazingly, Y2K didn't make the list. I was shocked. But we did touch on one thing already that did make this list. And that is quicksand. Really? (laughs) It really is. Brandon, you are irrelevantly relevant. Apparently. (laughs) Okay, so question. Yeah. Is the list numbered or is it just a list? Um, It's numbered. I don't know if it's by like the most votes or the most fearful people of a certain what topic. number did quicksand have on the list quicksand quicksand was five it's not even the lowest oh. <laughs> how many is on okay. the list how many ten. are on the list ten. ten so it was in the middle of the list yeah out of all things i don't too many people watched oh, um a print the princess bride that that's oh, what it is yeah. classic classic movie right. are rodents of unusual size on there too r-o-u-s's <laughs> <laughs> I think they're afraid of that and uh, giant cliffs and poor grammar. Yes. That's what I'm understood. So, yeah. uh, all right. Number 10 here. Uh, this is actually, so this would concern me way more than quicksand because this could actually hurt you. Uh, I guess some people were afraid that a ceiling fan would fall on you while you were sleeping. If it was right above you left on. I okay. don't, <laughs> think i ever had that fear although sometimes when the fan is on high i kind of feel like the the light fixture is gonna fall out of the fan um and then also on a similar note there was one time when one of my when i lived in wyoming michigan in the city when one of my brothers was goofing around and they broke the window in my bedroom so there's cold air pouring through the window in my bedroom so i am gonna sleep downstairs in my brother's bedroom in the basement and he puts me in bed and I'm in a wheelchair by the way, for context. Um, but he puts me in bed and there are ice skates hanging right above the bed. So I'm just looking up at these (laughs) ice skates waiting to fall asleep. And I was a little freaked out. Going right for the gallows, man. Going right for the gallows. Right. Yeah. Nothing ruins a night's sleep like they are to go in. So right that's that's not a good time man so ice skates didn't make the list either but that's oh my that's a legit fear if i'm being honest if i looked up and i saw blades looking at me i yeah i don't blame you man i would not be i think it would depend on the speed of the fan in all honesty if it was going super fast and like that thing was rocking (laughs) like 
then I would be concerned because, you know, then you get like the chain that's like ching, 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 oh, ching. Right. You're like, mm, let's not. And then you just slow <laughs> it down a, a couple paces and you're like, okay, I can survive. Maybe. So, oh, it's no joke. My grandparents used to have a cottage where they had two ceiling fans and both of them, you would think we were in the middle of an 8.5 magnitude earthquake because when it was on high, it would wobble around oh like a gosh. spinning top. And you'd hear, yeah. And it was so hot because there wasn't air. We were like, well, it's either heat stroke or <laughs> right in the face. So I guess we'll go with the lower option. Oh my happen, gosh. But, so yeah, that's a real thing. So luckily millennials made it through that phase of their lives. So they're okay now with the fans. Yep. Uh, number nine, and I blame the Magic School Bus for this. You guys remember this that show? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This was totally their fault. I haven't watched the new iteration, but I used to watch the old ones. It's well, apparently. Good. <laughs> is it, is it uh, the Magic uh, Smart Car now or it's something? Her, it's like her sister or something that takes oh, really? over the school. But yeah, yeah because yeah. the actress died, so they made up a new character. Yeah. Out of oh. respect for her, which I, which, I think is cool. Yeah. I mean, wow. I get it, but it's not, it's not the OG, man. It's not, <laughs> not the original. It's not the original that created fears yeah. about people going up. Well, we, are, well we are in the reboot era. It's actually kind of ridiculous right now. It is a 100%. How many Spider-Man movies do we have now? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway, I think they show the reboot of a Spider-Man during the original Spider-Man movie at this point. I think you're, you, used to, you used to get one of iteration of a superhero in your lifetime if you were lucky. Mm-hmm. And because we had Batman in the 60s and then we had Batman in the 80s. So that was the Batman. Michael Keaton was the Batman for my yep. childhood. And now we've had three more <laughs> in yep. the ensuing 25 years or whatever. Yeah. Oh, 35 years. For sure. it's, it's crazy. And three Spider-Men. I mean, my goodness. Spider-Man. That's what they should really rename it now is yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> That's true. I don't want to get us off track, but I've got those Spider-Men ranked. So anyway, <laughs> anyway. Is that uh, anyway. seven on the fear list for you? Absolutely. Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire <laughs> is number three. Actually, no, he's not. He's number two. But he cried so good. He was Andrew, Andrew Garfield is number three. That guy is not good. <laughs> Wasn't a fan. No, so no, Tom know. Holland is the best. Yep. I said I wasn't going to do it, guys. I said I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> and sure enough. <laughs> See, um, my skills as an interviewer have improved. Yeah. So I draw things out of people. Like one time yeah. I got one of my friends to admit her age on my podcast. Oh, and that's uh, slick, Adam man. was there and not uh, NG. I was like, but you look a lot younger. And she's like, that's why we're friends. That's true. That's nice. my number one fear on a list is guessing someone's age on a podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that I would not want to do. So Adam, what do you got, man? What else is it? What's next, man? Number nine from the magic school bus worrying that swallowed gum would stay in your stomach for seven years. I still worry about that. <laughs> I think about it every time there's not like I have to litter because my gum doesn't taste good. I'm like, but I'm going to swallow it. Now it's going to be in my you know, my stomach. There's no gonna... good way to dispose of gum either because they don't make the wrappers anything worth keeping. Right. So you're sitting there chewing gum and holding a wrapper. Like, what are you supposed to do? Right. <laughs> exactly. And you don't want to spit it out when you move in a car. It'll become, you know, a weapon at someone else's windshield behind you. So there's that. And then. Or come back in your face. All I know is, is people sometime in the 90s figured out to put them under church pews. Because let me tell you, I work at a church. And I dropped something <laughs> underneath the pew once. And I looked up 
And I was horrified. And you're like, pew. <laughs> hey oh. Oh gosh. <laughs> Tip your waitress, everybody. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm a here comedian. all week. Remember that. That's right. He's here all week. That's I tell those jokes. I tell those jokes for money. Just kidding. Just kidding. I don't. I pay money to do comedy, guys. <laughs> That's what people anyway. like. You pay us to say those jokes, well, right? You know, I yeah. thought about becoming a stand-up comedian, but since I've never stood up in my life, <laughs> I just didn't oh, have a direction to go to. Hey. <laughs> that's a perfect way to start. Oh man, that's great. I like that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Word. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I love it. Hilarious and a little dark, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so gum there you have it number nine don't swallow it apparently um number eight thinking that if you turn on a light in a car the car is going to immediately crash yes never yes oh that was a real thing your parents were never like you gotta turn that off i'm driving my parents I mean, do that all the yeah, time yeah but i mean yeah but i never thought know. that was the reason though i never thought they were gonna just magically crash I used to read books. Now I listen to audiobooks, but I used to read books in the car all the time. So I remember one time going on a trip with this friend of mine, and he's like, I like to drive with my dome light on. Is that okay? I'm like, yeah, sure, because then I could read even when it was dark. Like all the way they'd like it on? Yeah. No kidding. Wow, that's a first. I was the first person I ever met and only person I ever met like that. But yeah, (laughs) That's the only person you'll probably ever meet. Let's be honest. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, let's let's yeah, do a sure, poll. Sure. How much so do you I pay for that one, Brandon? <laughs> what? How much do you pay for that joke, Brandon? How much is that charge? That one's free. That, that one's, one's a freebie. Yeah. That's a sign of true friendship. We're throwing out free jokes there. So yeah. Um, all right. So don't turn the light on your car. Apparently, that was the thing everyone was freaked out about 20 years ago. Okay. Um, number seven. I this one will be interesting from you guys. I want to know. Being horrified that your shoe could get sucked into the escalator. 100%. <laughs> really? I, yeah. I can't believe you asked me this one, Adam. I yeah, should be Adam. offended well, because then. I've never been on an escalator. <laughs> and you're just an ableist. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I, I would have. Been... Like, would you be afraid that your shoe would get stuck in an elevator and then the elevator would move? Um. I will say this, that I have been afraid of elevator doors closing on me. Sure. And I wasn't fully on the elevator or fully off the elevator. Yeah. Because some elevators do not have long enough doors. Yeah. Truth. Right. This is For why sure. I wear flip-flops. See, I, that's even more freaky on, a, on an escalator. Flip-flop, well, that's true. The dismount is not always the easiest. <laughs> you, you, and you have to time it. You have to type. You, do. you don't want to. It's like you don't want to like step too soon where you're like, you know, squatting and like lunging. But right. like you don't want to do it too late either where you're tripping over your own feet either. And then the shoes get eaten by the very edge of it as it goes. And then, rah, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> then you lose a shoe, you lose a foot and it's just all downhill from there. <laughs> all downhill. It's uphill, actually. Hey, but oh um, my gosh. <laughs> How, oh, much, how, much that, foot, how much? How much was that the joke? Wall, they would not be very happy with you. Well, that's true. That's very true. I also lost money on that joke, but um, yeah, no, that's that's a real thing. And I, I see that shoelaces that were like loose too. I could totally yeah. see that. You know, yeah, well, that's a little bit more dangerous. Like, come on. Well, just all together. That's true. You don't want to be walking with shoelaces all over the place. So right, right. That's why you also wore the uh, light up Velcro shoes as a kid. Yeah. 
if I could get away with that now, I would. <laughs> oh gosh, I would so pay to see that. But that's not socially acceptable. So, oh well. Anyway, speaking of which, when I was a teenager, even though I couldn't walk and I couldn't play basketball, I really wanted Reebok pumps. Just Dude. for the record. <laughs> oh, it was a '90s staple. Heck yeah! How could you not? Were those the ones with the little air bubble in the back? No, the front. Oh, it was the it front. Was on, it was on like the tongue of the shoe. And you tie the shoe up and then you push the the thing and it made your shoe tighter. And so you oh. could be more athletic and you could be awesome on the basketball court. That's right. Man, that must have been what I was missing, yeah. I guess, <laughs> were the pumps. <laughs> well, you were probably like five or six when they were popular. That's so. true. Yeah, I was too busy wanting moon shoes at that point. Oh, moon boots, man. (laughs) And then Napoleon Dynamite brought them back. Yes, that was the best. The mid-2000s comeback moon shoes. Yeah, (laughs) it was awesome. Uh, Moon shoes, not on the list, unfortunately, because they're awesome. Um, But number six, uh, believing that they'd be inadvertently poisoned by a silica gel pack. (laughs) You know those things that come with, like, the shoes? Or like in a bag when it's brand new, those little silicone oh, gel packs. And they're like, do yeah. not eat. That's the very first. Out of all things they need to tell you about that thing, that's the first thing they put is don't yeah. eat. And, and let's just talk about these warnings for a second. Because you know, <laughs> you know that if they have a warning. Somebody did it. Because somebody tried it. <laughs> so we right. should, maybe next time it's a boys episode, we should just find a list of crazy warnings. And just speculate on what the story actually was that led to whatever warning <laughs> it was. It is genius. Actually, though, honestly. And that I guarantee genius. all things happen in Florida, probably. Or California. Or California. <laughs> Wherever it's warm all year long, it's always something crazy people are trying. Yes. Like a true. known fact. It's crazy. Well, good. Well, I'm glad you guys weren't the ones to find out that that could be a bad thing for them. Tide Pods, on the other hand. That's <laughs> yeah, right. I know that. I'm just kidding. I don't know that one. <laughs> I know I know gel pens. That's what I know. Gel pen ink in my mouth. That's what I know. What? Because the whole someone was like, oh yeah, you take off the back, and then when the ink is not ready to go, like if you're not getting ink to come out. You 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 blow into the back of the the oh gel, my goodness gel pen what and it would push it forward so for <laughs> so for me so, so you <laughs> no 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 but I was t- taking in a deep breath but I like enclosed my lips around the pen and then I had a purple mouth so this is the first millennial podcast with a content warning <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah another fear just added to the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you treat it like it's a nintendo 64 game cartridge <laughs> trying to <laughs> just, yeah blow i was gonna yeah blow into it but i'm near a microphone that's padded i'm not gonna be able to get a, a blowing sound uh, oh gosh all right so we're gonna put gel pens at 11 on this list don't do that either <laughs> that's yeah. a bad thing that's a bad thing per brain in alberta um number five of course speaking of brain in alberta is quicksand so we remember okay. that one yeah this one's interesting to me i guess have you guys ever been to Frederick Meyer Gardens? Yes. Yeah. Okay. On those field trips. Do you remember those like fly trap plants that like the Venus fly trap? Yes. Okay. If you put something in like their mouth, it's like slowly close. And then I won't go into yeah. details because kids are listening. But so the fear was that we could possibly be eaten by one of those. A carnivorous man eating plants that could eat you alive. Number four. 
probably because we saw it on Batman or something. Or oh, like, uh, um, what's that Broadway musical? Seymour. Yes, that one. Oh, um, Little Shop um, of Horrors. Yes, Little Shop of Horrors. Which I've never seen, but it sounds like it's I have a, not either, but I've seen clips and it looks hilarious. I haven't either, guys. <laughs> Still, we're, gonna, we're gonna review that one. Yeah, that's right. that's oh my right. gosh, dude, that needs to be on my podcast for sure. Oh yeah, musicals. Dude, we do musicals all the time. Well, that's true. That's true. Because you just did Hamilton. Not just a year ago. Oh that- <laughs> I was about to use the excuse once you're 30, we've everything got, goes. If but you I can't use that know, with you guys. Sneak peek. We've got uh the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack coming out the end of October. Oh. All right. I'm gonna Keep have to check out this podcast. Just <laughs> not in the car with your parents. <laughs> Pray before. No, I I'm just no, I, there are certain things that I yeah. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Uh number three, this one was huge as a kid. I actually was nervous about this one. Worrying that if you swallowed some kind of food seed, like a watermelon, a plant would grow inside you or a watermelon would. Nothing? No? No fear? I, I never feared that. I, I know my grandpa had a joke that if you um, ate the skin of your potatoes, then you got you would get a beard, which I'm wearing a beard now, so maybe that's why. <laughs> Adam And Adam clearly doesn't eat potatoes with skins so <laughs> only yeah. in november that's true <laughs> yeah that's right that's uh that's yeah. classic growing season for potatoes. no uh, i never you know i always heard that you know you eat a watermelon seed you get a watermelon you know whatever um that never happened for me the reason why my belly looks the way it does is not because of a watermelon um but i used to my uncle i convinced my uncle of all people my uncle uh, when I was like in my early twenties, um, that if you ate parsley, it expanded in your, in your stomach. Like, yeah. Like if you just, so I like garnished like scalp potatoes with parsley and he's like, that's a lot of parsley. I was like, I know I should have done a little bit less because (laughs) it's going to expand in your stomach. He goes, what? And I was like, yeah. And just, I wrote it for all of Thanksgiving day. So it was, (laughs) It was awesome. And then I told him that that really wasn't the case. So to this day, he still isn't eating parsley from I know the yeah. stress. Yeah. Yeah. Now he, yeah, I, don't, I was going to make a joke. I don't really know where I was going with that. So, <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad nobody had any parsley attacks or anything in their stomach. So that's good. That is, that is true. That's a win. Um, number two. All right. This right here. Thinking you'd go to prison if you ripped the tag off of a pillow or mattress. That was a huge deal 20 years ago. They made that it way was. bigger than it needed to it be. It was. Yeah. And it made sense for the simple fact that if you buy a mattress, you should know what it's made of. Mm-hmm. But I, I never understood what the enforcement of that would be like. I do nice. remember a, I do remember a kid's show called Jungle Jam where there was a character that became obsessed with ripping uh, tags off mattresses. I don't remember anything else about the story. I just remember <laughs> that uh, he was obsessed with that. So That was his claim to fame. Did he go to prison? Yeah. Um, it was a children's show, so probably oh. not. 
<laughs> did he go to timeout or whatever it was back then? Yeah, that's probably what it was. Probably. Go to your room, Tag Ripper. Right. Man. Well, I'm glad it worked out for everybody okay. Have you guys actually ever ripped a tag off? I mean. You go through a phase in your life. Went crazy. Yeah, man. Total <laughs> tag ripping all the time. <laughs> I got a tattoo on my back because there's tag ripper. Yeah, right. No regerts, man. <laughs> I don't think I ever went through that phase. I had the original sticker that explained what was on my laptop on my laptop until just a few weeks ago. And it's seven years old. So, oh, wow. Wow. That's impressive. I would have broken mine by that point. Well, given. The experience of getting ready for this <laughs> podcast. I think I'm going to go out this week and really start seriously looking at laptops. <laughs> right. For context, we might have had a little like 15 minute reload <laughs> for Andrew's computer before the show started. And it happens, man. We're all there. That's my biggest fear is technology not coming through, which is every day. So I'm, I'm my thing with Zoom and podcasting is podcasting. And this is a millennial issue um, <laughs> is podcasting now during a storm because oh. i'm afraid that once if i go if my power goes out and my zoom's going out it's game over so that's well, my fear there's <laughs> another service called riverside fm that says that if you use it that it's specifically tailored for podcasting and the way it works is that you're supposed to be able to when you as soon as you start recording it starts downloading so um, it will always have at least part of your audio if it goes down because it's downloading the whole time that you're on. Oh, that's which I think is kind of cool. But I looked at it and the price cool. point, the price point was too high for me. So yeah, that's another fear of mine. Too expensive. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm very Dutch. So the cheaper the better. <laughs> well, I. I Case in point, I'm trying to replace my iPhone right now because it's two and a half years old. Mm -hmm. And even the price point on some of the refurbished ones is just astronomical. And it's just like crazy. Yeah. I think it's rough. We like our coupons yeah. around here. That's for sure. For sure. Um, okay. Number one, the thing that millennials thought were the biggest threats and feared back a long time ago. Wild guess. What do you guys think if there's something that we haven't touched uh -huh. on yet? Like a tornado ripping through your school? I don't know. That's more realistic than anything. That's true. Not having a VHS tape ready for the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> well, that that's probably that's pre millennial, but that was one of yeah. my my fears. I would watch Wizard of Oz every year when I was a kid, and then when we finally got a VCR, I was like, we got to get a tape so we can be ready to watch to record it but then that was actually foolish because i used to get to stay up late every year to watch the wizard of oz and then once ah. we take it there was no reason to stay up late so i uh i created my own difficulty there nixed it i got nothing man i don't know honestly i feel like this should be number one when i was younger i really used to be nervous about not having the tape rewound to bring back to blockbuster like i really thought somebody would yell oh, at you. Oh, be kind rewind yes. be kind and rewind yes. exactly because like literally we brought a tape back once that was not rewound and i'm like all right we're gonna throw the sucker in the slot and we're gonna sprint out of here because i don't want you were literally that afraid of it 
I didn't know what they were going to do. They made it feel like it was like ripping a tag off a mattress. It was like a federal crime. The worst thing like, you were going to do was just annoy the customer or the guy who worked there who had to then put it in the VCR <laughs> rewinder himself. I, right. Well, and sometimes, the, sometimes they wouldn't. I don't know where you got your videos, but we had plenty of times where we got videos that weren't rewound and we had to rewind them before we could watch yeah. them. Um, but <laughs> the, the hardest time when that came into play is if it was a two part movie that was oh, on two VHSs. Yes. Who wants to wait for the first one to rewind before you put in the second one? Yeah, that's right. why for a while they came out with separate rewinder machines that you could have next to your VCR. Oh, and sometimes they even look like cool things like sports cars or you know, fictional characters. <laughs> so that you can have fun with your decor of your rewinder, something that uh, the Generation Z will never understand or appreciate. Yeah, Uh-oh, not at all. So, so I've got a question in regards to movies. So we all kind of had VHSs. I'm assuming we all owned VHSs. Do you all remember your first DVD movie that you either bought or was given to you? Do you remember what yours was? Okay, so hmm. the very first DVD that we rented yeah. was Remember the Titans because we didn't have a DVD player Good until movie. I got a I got a computer with a DVD ROM. Mm-hmm. Coolest <laughs> thing ever at the time. And so we rented Remember the Titans and we stuck it in and we watched the DVD. And it was so weird not having to rewind, not having to, you know, not all the different things that you're used to with a VHS you just stick the, the the DVD in and and play it and it was really cool and of course watching the special features yeah for sure which I think that's one thing you miss with streaming is they don't have as much special features sometimes they have extras like on Disney Plus or whatever but a lot of streaming services don't have the extras for the DVD like I was somebody that used to nerd out on commentary tracks I loved watching oh. commentaries. Okay. Oh yeah, all the bonus. I always, things. I always fancied myself as eventually being a director or something behind the camera eventually in movies. There you go, making your own DVD. I love and it. Now I kind of am with my podcast work and stuff. So for sure, that's awesome. Adam, what about you? Did you? What was your first movie? Do you remember? Oh, I do, but can am I allowed to cheat a little bit? It was the first DVD I remember watching at somebody else's house. Okay, sure. Okay. I even remember it was Christmas, no, excuse me, New Year's of 2001 going into 2002. And it was the Princess Diary, (laughs) which is I'm saying, maybe I should be telling this story. But um, on that note, guys, (laughs) (laughs) Barbie's, you know, day out was broken, so we couldn't watch that. But sure. um, No, it really was. It was it was the prince. Like his family was a huge fan of it. And I like it, too. Let's be real. Sure. The original Princess Diaries was a pretty decent movie. It really was. was. I mean, who does? But then she dumped Michael. He never came back for the second (laughs) or the third one. And wow, you even remember character names. Yeah, this that, is becoming a whole crazy. other podcast. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I, I really like Anne Hathaway. What can I say? I, she, I don't blame you. She's pretty great. She really is. Yep. Julie Andrews is awesome, too. But it was awesome. Yep. And I remember the first thing when the DVD came on was all the special features like Andrew mentioned. And I was like, what? What is happening right now? What is going on? And, yeah. you know, it was the coolest thing. And then I think we got a DVD player later in 2002 or something. But okay. um, it was it was pretty awesome. 
Nice. Pretty awesome. What about you? Uh, for me, it was Christmas sometime. I don't remember when. Um, I We didn't own a DVD player yet, but my mom had bought me a DVD player for Christmas. So the night before, we had Christmas Eve celebrations with, with a side of my family, and we all brought gifts, whatever. The gift that I opened was a DVD version oh. <laughs> of my of Monsters Inc. Oh, and, and uh, yeah, which which was super cool. Um, and then I was like, I looked at my mom. I was like, This is a DVD. We don't own a DVD player. <laughs> I, obviously, you know, I was nice enough to wait until my family left. I was like, Oh, thanks. Yeah, blah blah. And then uh, and I was like, Oh yeah, we'll you know we'll figure out what to do or whatever. And then the next day I opened up a DVD player. I was like, mom, you knew this. We were getting a DVD player. Yeah. It was so, uh, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was my first DVD. And then uh, at that point I got a job, not, not at that point. Cause I was young, but um, I then got a job. And then at one point in my life, I owned close to 400 DVD and Blu-rays. Um, and then I got married and then my wife told me no. So um <laughs> Yep. They were all blockbusters. Maybe maybe that's why we're still single, Adam, because we're worried about what our wife is going to tell us no about. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Apparently, I have too many DVDs. So, Uh, well, guys, unfortunately, we're going to have to be wrapping it up already. But I almost forgot the number one. That would have been really bad. I thought that I thought the number one was. Blockbuster? Uh, no, that was that was my number one worst. Oh, fear. your number one. <laughs> no, oh. no, that is not amazingly the one at the list. Can you believe it? Oh man. Sad. Okay. Sad. The number one, and this is I can kind of see this. Lake Michigan has one too, by the way. The Bermuda Triangle being a mysterious and massive concern to all. Well, I get that because Amelia Earhart still has not been heard from except on night of the museum. Right. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. right. Yeah, right. And it even Played masterfully by one Amy Adams. Just saying. Yep. yep. She's probably hanging out on the beach with like, you know, Elvis, Tupac, and Santa. You know, just <laughs> all of them are just hanging out together. Really just early yeah. retirement for her, if you think about it. I'd stay. Heck yeah. Be all about it. Absolutely. Yep. So, all right, guys. Don't oh, go in the Bermuda Triangle, okay? I don't plan to. <laughs> I don't have money for that. Yes, right. That's right. Until the people start giving you for the DVDs. And exactly. DVDs. Exactly. Guys, thanks so much for coming out. This was a blast. This was so good. So thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's great to have each uh, you too, Andrew. And um, you guys will tune in next week when Cece's back, and we'll see what animal she got chased by. If you want more of the Mom Millennial podcast, well, then subscribe. That way, you'll get new episodes every Friday without having to do the work, and that's totally our jam. 